0: episode 105 of the ag podcast we are nearing the end of another season um i am your host today the ash cohen 09 and joining me as always jaminator good evening mate
1: good evening how we doing you okay
0: yeah yeah not too bad How are you
1: yeah not too bad mate could be better in terms of fifa but you know it's the end of the season maybe some time to get some practice in we'll we'll see
0: Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, Also joining us on today's episode, Suity Precluse. Good evening, mate.
1: Good evening, chaps. How are we?
0: Yeah, yeah, all good. Uh, Just getting over the heartbreak of missing out on another title.
2: Ah, uh, yes, mate. I think I'm going to drown my sorrows tonight in plentiful amounts of cider and just cry into a corner, I think.
0: <laughs> that
2: sounds good. <laughs> uh, more on that later on, eh? We're,
0: we'll come to that shortly. Um, and also joining us on today's episode, um, you remember on the last episode, or was the season the episode before that, we had the ex-twins. We had Morris and uh, Plunkett. Well, following that sort of uh, same ideology, firstly, we've got Hilly. Good evening, mate
3: hello guys how are we all doing
0: yeah not too bad how are you
3: yeah good yeah can't complain um yeah looking forward to uh, another podcast
0: yeah you know it should be good and also andy brill good evening mate good evening buddy thanks for having me on yes as always it is a pleasure and uh, um to talk all things FIFA on the site oh, nice. um um So, we'll just start uh, with the agenda, so we're going to start with Division 1, and then we'll uh, look at Division 2. We'll then talk a little bit about the F1, obviously brand new GP season is in progress. Um, We will then have a look at Division 3, and then we've just had Transfer Deadline Day over the weekend that's just gone. You know, the best day on the season, perhaps, um, where everyone gets creative, really, really good. So we'll uh, have a little bit of a discussion around that towards the end. Um, of the episode so Division 1 we're going to start and unfortunately it it was another confirmed title last night for Burger Boy Um, I played him in my last set of fixtures and unfortunately he came away with 4 points scoring the winner no an equaliser right at the depth of the second game to get that point that secured him the title Um, so I suppose we have to say well done to Burger only lost 2 games this season you know, won 16, drawn four, lost two, thirty-eight 38 38-goal difference. Um, but someone that pushed him really, really close, suited recluse. Um, so you're currently on 45 points. You've still got some games to play, haven't you? Um, are you still waiting to play some yeah, games,
2: you? Yeah, I've literally just played them before this. Oh, OK. So Yeah, so breaking news, uh, I beat Jeff twice. So you Um, lost by a point. So I've literally, I've lost the season by a point again. Um, And probably for Shane, because Shane was leading the way for a long time, and now he's ended up in third on goal difference to me. Um, Also a point beyond Berger. So yeah, it was two tough games against Jeff, really hard. It was hard to get going as well, because it's like, when you know you've already lost the league and you can't really win it, it's hard to get going, but... It was two really tough games. I beat him two one in both games. So yeah, finished a point behind Burger, same as last year when I finished a point behind Jam. Um, I just feel a bit like Spurs. You know what I mean? I'm always there or thereabouts, but never win it. You know what I mean? So. Well, I was just about to say Tell about it. I mean,
1: Plunk, Plunkett's done the ultimate Spurs, really, like that Leicester season. He's yeah. finished. He's finished third in a two horse race. <laughs> do you think he would? Do you
2: think it's more like Kevin Keegan when he said, "I love it, Keegan, and he's gone too early.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah.
2: It's yeah. been a great season, though. It's been, I, I to be honest, looking at it for the whole league. I know, you know, there's two people didn't carry on, but it's been a really tight league. Um, I've never known it to have so many people at the top end of the table, even like Buncey and Tom, really, really tight.
0: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you talk, talk about the top three there, you know, one point separating, um, you know, the, the sort of top a winner and sort of second and third. I mean, I can't remember the last time we saw it that sort of tight um you know at the top um and then as you've just said buncy and Topcat finished on 44 points so wasn't that far away from the pack maybe if they'd had you know buncy lost four games Topcat lost six games um one of them was against me by the way i thought oh, i'd throw that in there um you know if a couple of their results had gone their way they could have you know been in that sort of title hunt um so yeah, it was really good to see, and it's you know it's not something that you do see from the Division One normally. It's normally it's Berger who runs away with it by mid-season, and everyone else is playing catch-up. But um, no, very well done uh, to your Berger and Plunkett pushed him very very close. You know, Victor Boniface the cheat code up front. Um, you know, he had that nice upgrade at the start of the season and has had upgrades throughout the season, and I suspect that will carry on. Um, you know, going into the next season and beyond. And then obviously yourself suited, you know, very well done to you. Only losing three games, you know, um, this season, which is all, you Two know, of them to plunk it. Yeah, two, two, of, them of, them to, the two of them to plunk it. Plunk yeah. it yeah, yeah.
2: Um,
0: so you know, those two games you dropped was to someone that was above you, just just literally. Um, You know, you you got those results and grinded those results out against those that were below you. And that's obviously what you need to do um, when it comes to sort of pushing on for the title. Um, I mean, looking obviously towards the bottom up myself, I managed to secure sixth. And I'll be honest, at one point, me's way through, I I thought I was going to be dragged into that relegation scrap. But I managed to get a good set of form of, you know, run of the last six games. A couple of wins and the draws in there um, to sort of propel myself up. Um... Jam, obviously, it's not been the season for you. You alluded to it at the start. You know, mm. it's it's a mix of uh, not getting those results and maybe find not finding your way in this FIFA so far.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I think it's it's been a real season of frustration for me. I think. You, <laughs> Pick up on one of the uh, the things you just said there about it being a, a a relegation scrap i mean that's the frustrating thing for me this season in a real backwards way is that it's not a relegation scrap because we had riverman and sweaty both lead the leagues I should be relegated this season one hundred percent I should be playing div two next season um that's the quality i am it's it's not it's not on really the fact that these two have left and again no no you know they'd leave whatever reason they want to leave that's fine but next season I'll be in div one again, you know, and, and that in my head, it, it might sound like I'm trying to tank it a little bit, but that's not reflective of the season I've had. Um, you know, me, Sean and Ben have, have not been at the level this season. Um, whereas you've got the likes of, uh, of Morris, of Paul, you know, these guys in, uh, in div two, which we'll come on to in a minute, you know, these guys should be in div one. These, you know, I, I've played Paul a few times this season. He's absolutely smashed me every time. Um, I just can't get to grips with this FIFA for whatever reason. And it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a real weird one. Me and Berg had a bit of a a counseling session while he was beating me. And, um, (laughs) you know, he was, he was trying to, you know, just to say, I know, I know you've had problems with it suited in the past as well, you know, getting the game, letting the game get the better of you and and things like that. And I think for me, you know, when, when I was playing you suited, I deliberately now, and this is the sad thing. I deliberately don't go on the mic because people are getting it mixed up between me whinging about the game and whinging about me and my own ability and whinging about them playing. So I I get frustrated and I, I I sort of like I'm kicking off at myself and shouting and whatever and getting annoyed. And I think some people are like, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, no, no, I'm not, (laughs) you know, like you have to defend yourself. Be like, I'm not having to go at you, mate. Like you crack on, you batter me. Don't worry. I'm just pissed off at myself. that I'm not the level I want to be at. Um, I think that's a difficult thing
2: though, isn't it? Because, when you've played it for so long, when you know that you've been, you've done well in the past, you've been, you won the league last year. Yeah. Yet you exactly. come to a completely different game and you, you're playing a completely new style of football and you're like, hang on a second, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing, you know, what do I need to do right? And it is frustrating. I mean, I used to be the same. I used to get so angry when I used to play. And now it's like, you know what? It's a game. There's no point getting angry of it. If you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. You know what I mean? Mm.
1: Yeah, I think for me, I've, I've just, I've, I've not, um, like, yeah, I was on holiday on deadline day, so didn't, didn't really do anything there. Chucked a couple of bids in, but was no, in no sort of like position to do sniping or anything because, uh, I was, I was in and around like cities doing Christmas shopping and things like that. So for me, I, I don't know, yeah, this season's been a complete write-off. Hopefully, uh, if we do a bit of restructuring, I'll end up in Division Two next season. I doubt it, um, but uh, yeah, we'll see whether I come back for Division One next season or whether I, I give it a miss. we'll, we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean it's a mix, isn't it? It's a new game. The game plays a little bit slower. It's a bit different, and it's um, it's getting you know, getting used to that first season of you know the game and adapting to it. But I mean, I just want to mention on the point about you know getting frustrated within the, within the game itself. And I, I used to be the same. You know, a couple of years ago when we had the likes of uh, you know Aaron and all uh, Big Ash that used to sort of dominate in these sort of divisions, I would I would find myself getting frustrated, but. I find that when you get too frustrated that's when the game goes and you lose it completely um i always found that the best course was just to try and sort of you know work go back to the basics and work my way a little bit into games and try and just you know get a goal back and then the, the game can change um you know which obviously i know it is easier said than done but um yeah i, I mean, think for it... me
1: i just i i i cannot i mean again i think in the games against you Sue, the other night i had about three different formations in one game, um, and then the other one just thought, fuck it, and then ended up doing a bit better. You know, I just I, I it's just it's bizarre. Like no matter what I seem to be able to do, everybody has an answer for it. You know, like I'm going through on goal, my player absolutely skies it. You know, you go you go through on goal, your player just bags it. You know, and it's just yeah. it's those things where you think, What have I downloaded a dodgy version of the game? Do you know what I mean? Like what do is going you... on?
2: I don't know if anyone else <laughs> finds it, but do you find that you seem to play better when you're not hosting the game? I don't know why it is, but I always find that if someone invites me, mm. I seem to play better than what I do if I'm hosting the game. I don't know if there's more pressure because you're hosting it. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's psychology. Do you know no, 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 you're I, getting
3: I, more I, of like the
2: bounces and stuff? Or... Yeah, you know what I mean? You just see, like, like when I played Jam the other night, I mean, I felt gu- not gutted because I won, but I felt you know sorry for you because every time Tell got the ball, mm. it seemed to fly in the net. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then that's just how the game went. And sometimes you'll play someone you'll think, do you know what, I just can't stop that ball. You can have, like, a keeper who's, like, 80 fated and the ball will flop over his hand. You know what I mean? It's mm. it's one of those, and I don't know, I just always find that if I'm not hosting the game, I seem to, like, do a lot better than do if I'm, you know, the, the thing's go my way more because I'm the away team or I get a few bounces or I make the last-ditch tackle. I don't know. It's just it's one of those weird things, psychology, I think. But I don't know what if anyone else about yeah. is-
1: it's probably a psychological thing but uh, yeah yeah, I don't know for me I think you know I I I felt the gameplay was worse in the game in that second game that was closer you know so uh, so I, I don't know like in terms of it felt like it was actually a bit laggy a bit slow so I don't know like for me I think um you know, my—I don't want to dwell on it too much because it'd be boring for people to listen to. Just me being down on myself. <laughs> maybe, people, maybe people are loving it, to be fair. <laughs> but um, yeah, for me, I think yeah, I've had a terrible season, and I need to—I need to go ahead and give my head a wobble and decide what I want to do next season. Um, and, and that's it on me for me,
0: to be honest. No, and that's fair enough. Um, you know, um, it's a time, isn't it? A couple of weeks' break over the Christmas to uh, be FIFA free. Um, just looking at the bottom Ben AJ Cooper is in the relegation playoff um, you know, unfortunately he's had a bit of a poor run of form the last couple of games and he is in that spot so we'll play off against someone that is in the uh, playoff spots of division two and let's move on uh, from division one and let's move on to division two um, where the title has not yet been decided. There's still a few games left to play, so uh, it could go... Uh, you know, there's a few teams here that could win, actually. Paul or Gardner. Um, so it's a couple of games that could go either way. I mean, Morris is currently top. He's only lost three games this season. I mean, when we spoke on the last pod uh, jam, Morris had... Hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, just looking there, one of his losses came in his last five games, and he'd had a really good start to the city. You know, he's had a, he'd had a good season. Do you think Morris will do enough to secure it? Or do you think Paul, who is only two points behind Morris, he does only need that one game to win um, and he'll go above? Um, Do you you think Morris... Let me reword this, actually. Do you think Morris will secure the top two rather than top one? Or do you think Gardner will also um, pip him?
1: No, I think, I think Morris has probably got it. I think, um, I don't know whether... Are Paul and Gardner not playing each other? No, am I so, wrong in that? Uh,
0: Paul has got Big B and Gardner has got Joby.
2: I think, hmm. if I read it right, I think Gardner and Joby played, haven't they? Oh,
0: right,
2: haven't OK. They? Let's have a little... Yeah, yeah I think... I, um, I, I, think, I think, for me,
1: it's... I, I think that uh, the, the top three that are there at the minute, I'd imagine will be the top three that, that you know, obviously that have come up and do very well in division one next season. They, let's put it this way. Those three will far will do far better than me, Sean, and Ben have this season. 100%. Yeah.
0: So just looking here at his stats, so Gardner one one and drew one. So that would put Gardner on 52 points. So actually Morris is secured second, at least, mm. dependent on what happens with Paul and Bry which is a very good season for Morris. Um, You know, he has got that promotion spot. And if it has end up being to Paul O's, you know, he only lost, Paul's only lost one game all season. Um, You know, so if it's Paul and Morris that go up, then it is well-deserved. I mean, Hilly, let's come to you. It's not been the best season for you. You're just outside the relegation spots, um, you know, on 20 points. You've lost all your last five games. You've won six, drawn two, lost fourteen. Summarise your season. What's what's gone wrong?
3: Everything. (laughs)
0: Um, Absolute shower of
3: yeah. I won't say the next word, but you can fill in the blanks. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is going to sound really harsh to uh, people in the division. (laughs) Yeah, we're Spursy, aren't we? So there we go. Um, Yeah. So at the beginning of the season, I had the people who I knew were going to be in and around me at the bottom of the table um, and I had all of them in the first three, four games so I knew I needed to come flying out the traps if I had any chance of of not being in that bottom two. Um, Since then, obviously we've had people leave the league so Mark the Shark um, had been giving everyone points I guess if you want to look at it that way. Um, And then, yeah, apart from that, everyone else, it was difficult. So, um, yeah, started really, really well. At one point, I was up to fourth or fifth I think at one point And then, yeah, and then I knew I was going to be playing the big hitters, all of the three of you mentioned, um, the two who came in late to the league, uh, Aninaki and Rye-Jones. Yeah, I mean, red cards have been flying in this division as well. Diadex is the main culprit for that. Um, But I think everyone's been sharing them around, to be honest, in this division. Um, But yeah, going back to myself, I've tried different formations, I've tried different players, I've tried is out of their regular position and yeah tried to bring in Marouane Fellaini as a uh, <laughs> as a legend of the game with his pointy elbows um, and not even that could uh, stop the rot so um, yeah all in all not the best season for me but um we move onwards
0: well you've secured you've secured uh, this division next season um you know which is good um I mean, you know, the two names that you've just mentioned there, and I've got to come to you uh, suited, is Alpsi uh, Anunnaki and Rye Jones. Uh, you know, look like they're both potentially going to secure the playoff spots.
2: Yeah, I mean, Rye's the one that surprised me because Rye hasn't played for a long time. Um, and when Rye did play, he was <laughs> notorious for either going into administration, playing <laughs> illegal players, or just, you know, just having a bit of a bad run. So he's done really well. So, a big, big shout out to him. I've not played Anunnaki, but looking at some of his results, he's he's actually picked up some good wins along the way. Um, Ilya will probably tell you more about him. But for me, in yeah. that playoff, out of those three Gardner, Anunnaki, and Roy Jones, and obviously whoever's in the playoff there, I can see Gardner coming out on top out of those three. It would be tough, but.
0: Yes, yeah, so it's Ben. I think and, uh, if you look ben at it, it's
2: for uh, uh, Yeah, see, and with Ben, give him his due, he, he's done it, but he doesn't doesn't play as much as he used to, um, mm-hmm. which I think is a big thing on this game. You look at someone like Paul O's, who, who's banging out games left, right and centre. He's got his team playing on point. I think Gardner's the same. Gardner came down last year, didn't play a lot, and rebuilding his team with a brand new sort of cycle i think again i think you'll see him go back up with the other two
0: yeah it'll be interesting um because obviously with the playoffs anything can happen in those sort of one-off games i mean just thinking riah jones in the in division one imagine that <laughs>
2: um.
4: yeah
2: considering he <laughs> was a potentially uh, muted about coming into the league hard. obviously yeah, <laughs> but when obviously the other two left, it was mooted maybe about Roy coming into Div One, maybe Div Two was better for him. So he's he's proven a he's proven he's got it about him still.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it'd be intriguing to see what who who comes supreme out of the playoff spots in uh, in this division. I mean, Andy looking towards the bottom, Red Rhinoceros could potentially be joining Division Three next season. Um, <coughs> You know, he's only won four games very this belongs. season. He's drawn four and he's lost 14. Um, are you... Su- well, no, that's not fair. OK, so I, looking at the players in this division, obviously Rhino's a player that, you know, on his day he can play very, very well. Are you mm-hmm. surprised to see him where he is?
4: No. No. Uh, with the players in that division... Um I fully expected Rhino and Dio to be down the bottom. Um so if they're pretty much looking at the table Dude, it's where funny, I'd expect everyone to be. Yeah. Maybe ch- different order potentially for Bry, Raz and Hilly. Both three interchangeable. Um but yeah, Ryan, uh, Rhino and Al.
3: Yeah. Bottom, bottom don't top. don't forget Rhino had the first pick out of any squads in this cycle oh, yeah. as well, so should he be doing better if he had the free reign of all of that? I mean, don't get me wrong, transfers, BFAs, and everything, but shouldn't he be doing better than that?
4: Definitely for the first few games, definitely, yeah. But I think there was quite a few BFAs quite early on.
0: A point that changed it around, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at some of his results. He lost 5 4 to Paul. Um, so he only lost by a goal to Paul, and then he lost to Morris twice, you know, a bit of a hammering in one of them, and then a few goals in the other. He beat Raz 6-1, um, you know, and then lost to Raz 2-0. Two, uh, so, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not surprised, um, you know, to sort of see Rhino and Dio down there. I mean, Diodex is another one that in the past has done really, really well, but, you know, he's only won four games all season. Um you know and he had that deduction didn't he diadex or have i made that yeah. up? no he did didn't No, he, didn't he, really he did it, that's right it. yeah lost his best player. yes so you know um it is you know obviously if he continues next season they'll you know rebuild and sort of go on from there but um, yeah um jam what what do you take overall from this d- division is there anyone in here that you're surprised you know shocked to see where they are anyone that could have pushed on a bit better?
1: No, I think <clears throat> for me, I think um, I think it was Hilly that just alluded to it there. I think everybody, it was Hilly or Billy. Sorry, I'm quite, you, you sound the same, or you sound others to me. Um, <laughs> both. Uh, <laughs> and plus, they're, they're one, one, one being anyway, aren't they? Like you know, <laughs> they're one, one person. Anyway, um, one of them, whoever it may have been, mentioned about the fact that it looks like if you were to sort of uh, collectively between the five of us now were to say, right, who do we think is going to finish in each position? You won't be far off this at the start of the season. Season, um In terms of what's what's ended up happening, the only thing for me is say you take Mark out of it and put Mark in, you know, if, if you'd have seen the season out, I'd probably put him around the sort of third, fourth, fifth spots, um, and and Joby with his games in hand, you'd maybe say would be in the playoffs as well. So other than that, I think that with the greatest respect to Rhino, I think that. The only reason he's in the relegation playoff and has a chance of staying in Division Two is because of the fact that we had somebody drop out. Otherwise, again, you would see it being maybe Dio and Rhino as the bottom two, and then Hilly or Raz, and so on and so on. Um, sure. So for me, no, I think that everybody seems pretty pretty straightforward. It's it's a you know it's a shame for um, Bry. I know two of them are the, are the gamers against Mark, but it's a shame because he seems to have put a decent little run of results together. Um, yes you know, that he, he's almost trying to get that run. And it's funny that I know you say Joby, Joby drew one against Gardner, but um, you've got Joby and Bry almost doing that thing where they've not drawn many games either this season. No, it's and it seems to be games. a bit of a, it seems to be a bit of a theme, you know, with, with this division. You you don't see, yes, I know you've got Morris and Paul that are be close together and Gardner as well, but, it's not quite as close as division one was at, at patches. This seems a lot more sporadic, um, in terms of the, uh, the points distribution. I think you see that because there, again, we've always seen that in division two. It is quite a, a um, a, a gap in terms of skill level. Sometimes I think you'll see that even more so next season, you know, if the likes of Ben, AJ Cooper, Sean, me, you know, whoever, you know, if you, if there is some sort of reshuffle or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you you'll see that you need know, you've got Soggy who'll be coming up you know which I also know we'll come on to later on you know he's had a fantastic mm-hmm. season um, would you expect him to go straight down or will he hold his own it's it's a tough one but no I think everything's pretty stand uh, pretty standard I would say um, other than as suit had alluded to Ryan Jones being up in the playoffs is is a bit bizarre because if anything I'd expect him to have done some crazy shit and get himself relegated. <laughs> Yeah. Which I'm sure he would admit himself as well.
0: So <laughs> give it till next season. Yeah, yeah. Give yeah. It till next season. yeah, give it give it till next season. It's
3: always time.
0: Absolutely. Right, we're going to move on, and we're going to move away from uh, FIFA for now. And obviously, we have our, we are now in the start of a brand new F1 GP season. Um, you know, we've now restarted on the Monday nights. Um, so, Andy, you're, you're going to sort of lead on this bit um, and give us a little bit of a rundown of what's happened. And I believe you've got an updated standing sheet as well, haven't you? Um, I have, yes. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll pass the floor and the mic to you.
4: Thank You um, so yes, obviously, we've changed it around a little bit this season. Uh, because in previous seasons, towards the end of it, um, there's been very low numbers, especially in Div One, um, which has been proven already this season. Most of each in five or six races. So, as long as there's 20 or less people, we do it in one big lobby, one big race. Um, which I think has worked quite well. There's been a lot more talking. I know Jams hated the first corner with the uh, Div Two races,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was all right this one actually, because it was uh. Who was it? Was it uh, Plunkett and uh, Anuaki? And Anuaki, um, yeah. And I just, I went around the outside and was, was, was just beamed away. So it was great actually this week. So more, <laughs> more of the same, please. <laughs> uh, but yeah,
4: it's so been a lot nicer actually is having everyone in the one big lobby to actually chat, have a laugh with. Um, even Harry's joining Discord chats now as well. he' getting some good juice out of it. He's not talking, but at least he's actually in there listening, those other people are. Um, obviously, Harry's taken a lot of stick from people over previous seasons. This year... He is trying a lot harder and there's been a lot less incidents from him. Um, been a few, but the same sort of ones that I had against Ry Jones and Jeff this week proper little little nudges where you just missed time to breaking point. There's been no stupid dashing into a corner when he shouldn't do from him. I think everyone's actually appreciated that. But standings. Um, I do like Div 1 at the minute because there is um, a Yorkshire split at the top and bottom. We'll go from the bottom. Morris is in last place with six points. Berger, second to last, 15 points. Buncy, who has only done one race, to be fair, 26 points. Paul on 26. And then the next two are the podcast hosts, so who's going to be first. Uh, Ash is on 28. Jan is on 31. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And Naki on 35. Um Hilly will be very happy, he's one point ahead of Anunnaki on thirty six. In second place is Ben with thirty thirty eight, sorry. And then Plunkett is leading the way on fifty points.
1: Because wow, he's taken two gap.
4: races, two out of three races, and he has won both.
1: I will just say that the um i uh i streamed it again I'll, I'll dig it out and put the link in the in the thread the um the end to this week's race was was phenomenal uh from a div one point because there was me and ben we both had a three-point penalty and i was 0.8 of a second behind him going into the uh the last lap i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna catch him here i'm taking time off him i pitted after him so my tires were fresher it was great anyway last bend i was like oh just missed out anyway Fighting tooth and nail, unbeknownst to I think, me and Ben, Plunkett didn't have a penalty and was two and a half seconds behind us, so he ended up <laughs> up to first. So you, you do, you know, you do all that fighting, all that. Oh, come on, come on, come on! Oh, I knew that. Oh, and then Plunkett fucking won anyway. <laughs> so yeah, no, he's um, Plunkett's doing very well this season.
4: He is, yes, he's very much enjoying it. Rumour has it Boniface is driving
1: for him. To be fair,
4: <laughs> um, Div Two. Again, bottom to top, we have Rye Jones on 10. We have Harry on 11. Obviously, he's missed one week and crashed out um, on the first week he took five. So, Gaz is very happy. He's first from bottom on 12. Then we have Wiz on 16, Rhino on 24, Big B on 30, Payne on 40. Uh, Then we have Bertie on 43, who missed this week's. Then we have Jeff Tide on 43. And then I'm first in something. I'm for fifty-two points.
1: Hmm.
4: Doesn't happen very often. I sound proud. <laughs> you um, yeah. Um, so yeah. So it's been very good so far this season. Uh, we we're actually giving out the bonus points of fastest lap as well. Um, so annoyingly for myself, each week I've missed out by a couple of hundred of a seconds. Very frustrated. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's worked quite well this season. Obviously, this week as well is the last week of 2023, as uh, so we're we'll taking a two week gap uh, over Christmas and New Year.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, and, uh, you know, just want to say, I, I mean, I've been really enjoying the uh, races so far. I think the one division actually works quite well, um, you know, in terms of having everyone in sort of one lobby. Um, sorry, that's what I meant to say one lobby rather than one division. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, so far, so good. Um, I've been uh, I've been quite enjoying it. Um...
4: Yeah, I so say it definitely still shows though, um, that we're not all good enough to be in Div One. It's like this week, top five racers had like the worst five cars because um, so they were all Div One. Um, Paul think, spun out, which is why he was near the bottom this week. Um, but yeah, shows a massive skill gap every
1: week. But I think um, for me, I, and again, obviously, I was one of the advocates of doing it this way. And obviously, we, we hashed it out a little bit, Andy, in terms of the way to do it. But for me, yes. I, I really think that this has this is the way forward until we can get yeah. to a point of having a, a legit, you know, 13, 14, 15 races per division. If that's even possible eventually in the future, then it makes sense to do it this way because yeah. you're you're making sure you've got a full grid near enough every week. Cause there's a buzz, you know, the parties go in, it's, it's brilliant. Whereas towards the end of last season, <coughs> it was terrible. You know, it was absolutely terrible. People didn't want to race because there was only three or four people racing. It was boring. It was like doing, you know, 20 laps of time trials or something. So no, yeah. for me, it's uh, it's definitely a win.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it has been very good so far. Um, really, really good, really good night to get involved with. So if, uh, if you're not and you uh, you do fancy a night, you know, racing and it's always a good laugh and uh, do get involved. Right,
4: we're going to... remember m- to sign up before, sorry, I just remember to sign up before half nine. That's when I sort the cars out. After that point, you're not taking part.
0: Yes, make sure you get in nice and early. Right, we're going to move on and we're going to move on to Division 3. Back to the world of FIFA and top of the league. Soggy is. Congratulations to Soggy. Soggy is now playing um Division Two football next season and he has done it, Jam, unbeaten. He joins the unbeaten yeah. club.
1: A yeah, I mean again I've drawn two. He you know, he's had a really, really good season and I think it's the funny thing is he's not he's not been absolutely plastering everybody either. Like you've not seen loads of batterings. He's obviously got right, a really dude. good goal difference, but I think that's mainly because he's had a good defensive record as well. Um, You know, yes, yes, Troop troop has conceded 25 goals, fair enough. But Soggy's played two more games and and he's conceded 26 overall. Um, You know, you look at, um, for example, Payne, who is fourth, so not a million miles away. Yes, points-wise he is, but, you know, his goal difference is 10. You know, and he's conceded uh, nearly double the amount of goals that Soggy's conceded. So, for me, I think it, it proves if you can... In in <clears throat> in Division Three, especially, I think it's that thing of you need to be able to stop goals going in against you. Whereas in Div One, you need to be able to score a lot of goals because chances are nobody's keeping clean sheets really in Div One. Whereas in Div Three, if you keep clean sheets, you're you're you know you're halfway there. Mm. Um, and that seems to be the difference. And and why is that a very successful season and a um an invincible one at that?
0: Yes. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And uh, MJG. Is also it uh, is secured promotion in second place? Um, so very well done to him. You know he has lost three games, but again he's a, he has won fifteen of them and has got that goal difference. I mean MJG has scored the most goals in this division. You know he scored eight goals this season. Um, superb, uh, a superb record. Um, Twenty-seven goals. Tom Cannon. Um, you know, really, really good. I mean, just mentioning in on Soggy. I just realised he's got two goal, uh, two goal top goal scorers, and they've both got more than 20 goals this season. So he's been sharing the goals around. Um, I mean, Hilly, at the moment, Payne Wales, Harry, Trooper. Um, it does look like it's going to end that way, unless... We, no, because I'm just looking here, even if Wizzy... Um, yeah, it would take quite an extraordinary turnaround. So it is going to be paying well as Harry and Trooper in the playoffs um, with Rhino from Division 2. Um, is, there a, is there any surprises there? And who do you think potentially could come out on top out of those four?
3: Um, so, I mean, also talking about Trooper, he's uh, made it to a cup final this year as well, hasn't he? He's uh, made it to the uh, Eliminator final, which, by the way, is against another Div 3 uh, rival, uh, Soggy. So, well done to the Div 3 boys in this uh, cup um, using their, uh, you know, goal head starts, if you want to call it that, uh, and their backup goalies (laughs) um, to to their maximum. But again, that's great, you know, Uh, talking about the cup, sorry, sidestepping a bit.
0: Um,
3: Yeah, they're both doing really, really well. So, it's great to see, yeah, not just Div 1 players always, you know, in the top, someone top a positions bit there.
0: Someone a bit different. Yeah. This is good. Is it going to be a new winner? Which is Yeah, good.
3: No, exactly. Exactly. Um, but going back to the league, yeah, Trooper, um, he's on a you know good run of form. Like I said, he's made it to a cup final. Um, I think he's in a really good place. Harry, I don't think I've ever seen him this high. He must be having a nosebleed, surely. Um, but he's, <laughs> he's flying and doing yeah. really well and yeah, enjoying there's... this FIFA. Uh, and Payne Wales, well, I'm sure Pain would love to be above Rhino, wouldn't he? If Rhino goes down and uh, Pain goes up, their uh, their friendship will uh, will only get stronger, surely. Um, but much overall, of, uh, last time. Yeah, exactly. No comment. Um, to be fair, couldn't it be those two playing each other in in the in the uh, playoffs? Isn't Rhino? That's the... what I mean by the,
4: the Rhino, because Rhino beat Pain and it relegated Pain
3: and put Rhino up. Fantastic. So, yeah, that could be happening again. Um, yeah, need to get that streamed if it does happen. Um, but, yeah, I think overall this division, I think those three, yeah, deserve to be where they are in the playoff, really.
0: Of course, it could be that Rhino comes down and Harry goes up. Could you imagine a Division 2 with Harry in it?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Fair play. Fair no. Fair, play, no, <laughs> He's done very well. You know, I, I know he's dropped Absolutely. off a little bit in the last couple of games. You know, he was on the bit of an end of a hammering from, uh, um, MJG, but he's you know he's picked up eleven wins this season. You know, which is over half of the the games played. So he's uh, he's done very very well. Um, I mean, Brilly, I'll come to you next.
4: Do we have to? Uh,
0: <laughs> you've well, you've picked a couple of wins up. You've got eleven points. You know, there's... Two of them were from Quintana's
4: leaving the league.
0: Well, <laughs> mate, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, we get him in the air,
3: mate. Get him in the air. <laughs> go on.
0: It doesn't matter, mate. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> go on, let's, let's hear your take, mate. I mean, I was just looking at your last results, but I, I don't want to... I'll, I'll let you uh, I'll let you sum up your season.
4: It started so great. First game of the season, 1-1, drew one against Worm. And that's pretty much as good as it got. <laughs> um yeah, the season just did not go well at all for me. Um, hands up, I've not played it anywhere near as much as I should have. I've pretty much just done lead games, um, which shows in that point's return tally. Um not been able to defend, I've not been able to attack, I've not found a formation I liked. Um just been absolutely shocking. Did not have the catch up for it this season. Yes, no. very disappointing that
0: no, I well, fish below Gaz. No, well. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I, you know, just I, as always, you know, you're a fair play to you. You know, you turn, you come every season and you're always there. You're always smiling. You're always being positive. Um, so, you know, it's a big, big asset to the site you are. Um, I mean, suited, um, I'm going to come to you. Uh, overall take of this division, soggy top. MJG pushing on surprises?
2: Uh Yeah, well, to be honest, both really. Because, I mean, Soggy didn't really give much time of day to the game last season, did he? He was always sort of losing or turning up and just didn't really have that go-to. We always know that Soggy can play because I think it was a few seasons ago he did exactly the same. He put a really good run together. He was really hard to beat. He was, you know, he, he made his way up the league. So... For him now to, to be top, it's not a massive surprise. Um, and to be honest, he literally gave me a right pasting in the Eliminator. Um, probably one of the toughest games I've had, if I'm honest. Um, so fair play to him. Um, Mark, again, I mean, I've only played Mark in in the uh, head-to-heads. And again, the first time I played Mark, he beat me. Um, until I worked out his formation and stuff like that, and then I could sort of get my head around it. But again, he's come back like Roy Jones did slotted into the league really well and picked up where he left off because he was always I think he was in the second division last time he was here anyway so it's not a surprise he's pushed on to the top end of the league and he's he, again he's got a nice settled team he's got a good settled formation that he uses um, and Tom Cannon for him has been outstanding in, in front of goal me personally I mean again like you said kudos to Harry he gets a bit of stick he gets a bit of flack but Mm. you know this is a good season for him he's made it into the playoffs you know could it be a dark horse I don't know it's going to be tough Um, yeah it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be interesting in the playoffs again because you know you look at all three of them any of them can make it Um, and I think Soggy MJG up in Division 2 next year could cause a few problems if I'm honest
0: yeah, it'd be intriguing. It'd be interesting to see how Soggy gets on, um, particularly yeah. in the Division 2. I mean, you know, out of the playoffs, I'd, I'd like to see Harry do it, just because it is Harry. You know, Harry gets a, a certain bit of stick off um, someone on this podcast. I won't mention any names, but um, it would be... <laughs> It would be it would be nice to see Harry in the in the division above. Um, and I'm gonna be. Oh intrigued... no! It would
1: be great. Trust me, it would be great to see him in Division Two. I can't wait. <laughs>
0: Positive goal difference
1: go uh, down as well.
0: Come, come on, <laughs> Harry! My, my my faith is on you. Um, no, it's gonna be really intriguing to see. Um, you know. Uh, see what happens. I mean, even pain taking over from Rhino would be quite amusing as well, as it's been alluded to earlier in the pod. Um, but no, very well done to everyone in this division, and well done to Soggy on uh, on the title, unbeaten. You know, joining a small handful of uh, players. Right, we're gonna move on, and we're gonna um, before we end the podcast. Obviously, the weekend just gone was Transfer Dead Nine Day. Always the best day of the season for me. You know, seeing everyone get involved, whether that's through um you know the photo competition or the video com- you know doing the video <laughs> compilations um and then all the sniping that goes on in the evening and the crying over the uh over the auctions and uh the mystery picks which will obviously will come to someone was on the end of a shit pick this time around and it wasn't me um so um obviously hilly uh mr picture um <laughs> you <know. Cheers>, really. <laughs> <to> mate. yeah <laughs> yeah um you had a very busy day on uh transfer deadline day uh four players was it not that you brought in
3: yeah so yeah i um yeah i just went for it went hard because again miserable season as we spoke about earlier um not really a massive fan of my squad uh, that i inherited um so yeah chopping and changing just just everyone in, everyone out. Everyone was playing for the contract, as I said in, in uh, my blog. Um, but yeah, brought in, uh, I've got a centre-back, uh, Zab Zabani. I'm not sure how you say it, uh, from Bournemouth in real life, got him really early on. Uh, I think then I've got, that oh, was it, well thank you very much because I got a minimum so bid on him. Uh, Joel Anderson, right-back put forward from Morris, so I've had him as my right-back for the last two cycles from day one to the end, so Picking him up for 4 million was buzzing about that. Um, so that's my right back sorted for the rest of this FIFA. Um, on just BFAs, I brought in uh, Veliz, who's a Spurs striker. Overpaid for him. Uh, but the potential's there. Hopefully, he'll be coming on a bit more than uh, Richarlison. Can't really say that after Richarlison scored two goals um, last weekend. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd have Veliz over him any day of the week in real life. Uh, and then also Broja, Chelsea striker. um yeah, and then locks going out as well. Um, everyone's welcome, by the way. I started the uh, Spank the Banker free window by uh, getting rid of a few players, so everyone was holding on for the free window. Um, and I, I had to go out, so I, I just took the bullet, uh, put a couple of players up, and then as soon as I clicked on Confirm, of course, Marcus was lingering in the shadows and uh, opened up the free window for everyone. And uh, 10 people spanked 20 players. Uh, so you're welcome, lads, for that. Um, but, yeah, very, very busy day. And, again, like you said, cracking day. All the videos and everything were brilliant. Um, so, yeah, well done to, to the whole community.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it's always great to see, um, you know, people do go to the extremes. Um, I won't mention names. Um, but it's always... <laughs> it good, though. It's really good to see. Um, Andy, you, you made a couple of defensive signings on uh, on yes. deadline day. Pascal uh, Stroik. Oh. I've just probably butchered his name, and uh, Jaffit Tanganga.
4: Yeah, see, I brought Tanganga just because I like the name.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, think um, I, I think I had him on the previous uh, uh, FIFA uh, New Spurs player. But... Surely not. Well, no. I, sure I mean, this, baby, this, yeah, it wouldn't happen now, but um, yeah, I think I, I think I had him before.
4: I yeah, know he's been a right. has been all right as well. I've managed to play like one league game against Wiz, and he did all right, to be fair. Quite happy with uh, TDD, obviously. Other than that disgusting pizza. <laughs> yeah.
3: <sighs> Absolutely horrible. Um, Why did you put yourself through it, man? That's all good think fun. Of it. The scudo, yeah, think of the scooter. No, it's it brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it <is> brilliant.
0: <laughs> the things I we all do. I was even so
2: surprised I roped the wife into doing it as well. Brilliant. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: The things we all do for
4: Scudo. Yeah. yeah. but that was a good day. Obviously, lots of enjoyment from everyone on the site. Um, I'd love some of the um, bidding auctions. I think Worms got a challenger for the uh, worst BFA bidder on the site now. Um, With a few of Anunnaki's Bids that were coming in. It was him and Gardner,
3: wasn't it? They were both both, both bidding (laughs) on players,
1: yeah. Really, mate stop
3: fucking bidding. Stop
4: bidding on the ones that shot half an hour ago.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, Wizzy. <laughs> brilliant. Oh, no, 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 no. No, brilliant. Um suited, you made a couple of signings yourself. Kevin McAllister. Um, you know, not the not the other McAllister, the uh <laughs> Kevin <Yeah. laughs> <In> the
2: late, <laughs> cheaper no. variety, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I was I was yeah, I was a little bit disappointed to be honest, because I missed out on the first one I wanted, which was actually pong And I had him, like, last season, the season before, and he's absolutely brutal with his pace. Um, And I think he's going to be, like, a proper overpowered 73-rated player because he is just literally insane. Um, And Paul O's bought him for a steal, I think. I just don't have the scudo at the time to bid anymore. But, yeah, McAllister's in. Uh, He's decent. He's quick. He's strong, uh, which is good. Um, So that's tidy. I also brought in... Um, James Garner CDM for 25 mil. Um, I sold I'm Anderson. On and misses, aren't he
4: you?
2: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's what that's what MJG <laughs> wants. A night with his misses, we so can have Garner off me. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I let Anderson go for 15 mil. He wasn't really playing. He wasn't really a defensive minded player. He's more attacking, glitzy and glam, and I don't really need that. So yeah, CDM was needed. Um, I ended up buying a striker, which was stupid because I thought I was bidding on the CM that I was, I was looking at anyway and ended up paying £50 million for that De who plays for Toulouse up front. Um, he didn't too bad, he scored a couple of goals. Um, but the best one for me was winning the raffle and I picked Nonto. Uh, I've been playing a, a right-back at left, left wing. I've been playing a left-back at left wing. So to actually bring in a left-footed wide player Again, his pace is, is lovely um, and it's a good attacking sort of point down there. I mean, I was looking at some of the other trances as well and I don't know if you're going to touch on it, but I've picked out like a best, a worst and a, a best value. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: so, the worst trance are fun enough. I've, I've said Pascal stroke for you, Brilly. Uh. I think £25 million for a 73-rated centre-back when there was others out there probably during the day better. Obviously, I've not played with him. He just
4: doesn't look like he's worth £25 million, unfortunately. Yeah, see, my um, problem was I didn't have a lot of scudo. And so, I was waiting for the... I didn't want to spank any players. So, I was waiting uh, for three to spank the bank window. So, I made to get two players in because of it. Yeah, thanks, mate. So, I went big uh, when I could. Uh, right, got you. Uh, best
2: value was the defender I put forward. Uh, that Sal Coco. Uh, he's a 75-rated centre-back and literally... Again, he's a beast. Uh, 83 pace, 84 uh, um, strength. Um, Defensively, he's pretty sound. And he's actually got a stronger shot than most strikers out there. 85 for shot power. And um, Rhino picked him up for a steal at 5.3 million, which I couldn't believe because I was willing to go balls deep on him. Really, I was. I was saving my cash for him, but then McAllister popped up, so I got him. Um, Best transfer. Uh, depending on who you, you look at it, Dio, 17 million for his goalkeeper. He's now got the best-rated keeper in the league. He's pretty tidy. Uh, I think that's quite a good bargain. And then, actually, Paul. I just think with him and the way Paul plays, he's just going to be devastating, to be honest. Um, and it was good. The transfer market was pretty quiet, I thought. Uh, not many deals going on, because I think people were just saving their money for... Uh, the auctions. Uh, yeah, the auctions and the sexy BFAs that Marcus was, was tempting us with. Yes, um, I, I mean, just literally had us on that little end of a rod that he? he was just trying yeah, to dangle his,
0: you know. As always. I mean, let's talk yeah, about those little throat. sexy mysteries at the end of the night.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: So we had Alejandro Ganacho to pain Wales of uh, all people. <laughs> rhino was very pleased
2: uh, i can see him going straight to rhino next season though i can see that yeah, i yeah, think little, pain little, to make him pay for it on nose he's already gone uh,
0: he? any
4: surely <laughs> yeah, there be an agreement in place.
0: Um, yeah so alejandro Gonacho was uh one of the mysteries Mikhailo Mudric, that was a player that i put forward i loves him on the previous fifa i know he's not really um you know hit the form so far this season and uh being a Chelsea player, who knows? Maybe we won't see that at all this FIFA, but um, either way on the game, he's quick. I think he's going to do well for Rhino. Maybe there's a little swap there to be done with Payne. Madrid for Garnacho. who knows? Daniel James Burger Boy, he's done very well. And then the best one of the night, Christian Opsef to Anunnaki for million, 60 rated striker. Yes. If it's any consolation, uh, Anunnaki uh i got done over a couple of seasons ago when i went balls in and i went about was it the same season you did jam as well did we both go in and get shitters i can't remember i think i went in about yeah, 80 million to there. the tune
1: i was about to, say, to the tuner about 60 70 mil something like that yeah. yes
0: yeah so was, i think it was about yeah yeah it was a lot of money so uh, if that's any consolation um <laughs> it was at 22 and a half million is quite it's quite small um I mean myself I bought him Brendan Aronson uh you know midfielder um he's on loan from Leeds I think isn't he um he's he playing in Germany mm. at the moment you know versatile can play at cam that's where I played him in my games last night um but can also play in center midfield um, so a little bit of scope to play around with. I did want a winger, but again, it, it just sort of came down to Scudo um, at the end of the day. Um, you know, a, a few players that sort of had him had an eye on, but then just got priced out. So that will be early on for me next season, I think. I mean, obviously, Jam, you know, you were you were away on Saturday, but what would you have done in terms of business? What were what were the players you were targeting?
1: Um, I mean, for me, I've. Even though my right back isn't that weak, I could do with a new right back. My goalkeepers are made chocolates. I could do with another one of them as well. <laughs> um, other than that, to be fair, my my starting 11 is actually pretty good. Like when you go through, I've got a decent team. Um, it's just me. Like I could have done with buying a new person to play the game is what I could have done. Like I could have <laughs> done with buying a new manager. But uh, no, to be fair, Matt. Again, I'm I'm a little bit out of it in terms of um, of of transfer deadline day. Hence why I've sat back and let you guys chat. No, that's Um, fair enough. But uh, but no, for me it would have been would have been a a new fallback on the right side and a new goalkeeper, I think. Um, But look, you know, again, I've got 17-ish million going into next season. I'll try and get some head-to-heads done. Um, to, to get that payment as well next season, and I've got some sellable assets as well. You know, some people who didn't get what they wanted on deadline day. You know, I've got a lot of forwards, a lot of wingers that are that are up for yeah, sale. So yeah, so, um, yeah, a
0: little bit yeah, so I've got I've got some sellable assets, which is yeah. good. Yeah, no, that's it, and uh, that's the way to look at it. Um, so we've come to the end. We're going to leave it there. Um, so we'll obviously we'll all say goodbye in our own special way. So uh, Andy Brill thank you for coming on as always it is a pleasure
4: thank you for having me guys
0: always come on when you need me yeah. see you later bye bye thank you and uh, Hilly thank you for coming on
3: thanks for having me again yeah cracking as always uh, yeah roll on to the next one yeah
0: and uh, Suited thank you for coming on
2: no it's been good to be back it's been a while so always a pleasure never a draw, as they say yeah so enjoyed it it's been good fun yeah
0: yeah, no, it's, it's been good to have you on, and uh, I'm not going to say the same thing because I've just said it three times. Jam, thank you as always, um, you know, for being my partner in crime.
1: Yeah, no, thank you very much, Josh. Obviously, I know I was, I've missed the, the last couple as well for for one reason or another. So thank you for for carrying that as well. Yeah, um, and fun. yeah, just um, uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Obviously, you know, hope everyone has a, a good uh, a good uh, time off work if you've got some time off, and and you know, hopefully Santa brings you what you want
0: yeah no absolutely and uh, you know it's you know that is time is you know to recover with family and just rest and take it easy um so yeah you know every, to everyone have a very very good christmas and a very happy new year when we get there i mean it's scary to think this time in three weeks we will be uh, into 2024 um and we will be back in the new year where we'll uh, be having a little look ahead at the season to come and uh We'll know who's in what divisions and can start breaking down and who we think will be the early runners. So until next time, have a good Christmas, have a new, good New Year, and we'll see you um, then. Bye for now.